You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Well hey there everybody, it's me, Joe Thrashenkill And you're listening to another thrilling episode of The Toilet of Hell Radio Show Got a full house today First up, we got the golden boy, the internet sweetheart The 365 days of horror, as we like to call him Jordan, Jordan, how are you? I am good. How are you, Jim? Fucking hungover, man. Uh, but it's okay uh, to bail me out here. We got Breno. Breno, how you doing? There's no bailing you out. Come on now. I'm doing fantastic. Um, this morning I woke up to... So I posted something yesterday about how uh, the internet has been a thing for 40 years and there has not been one funny metal meme. That's... Not, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me think about this for a minute. Uh, we had... Um, uh, we had a good 15 years where people would put uh, corpse paint on pictures, uh, and that would uh, pass for humor. Uh, nothing in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Well, when that happened, I couldn't fucking breathe. That was so funny. And it still <laughs> is. Like, I was just wheezing and crying and fucking red-faced, like, struggling to breathe every time somebody posted a picture of... Uh, you know, like Justin Bieber with corpse paint on or something in MS Paint. That's just so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had I had posited to everybody that the internet is 40 years old and there still isn't one funny metal meme. And everybody uh, was just delighted at the opportunity to prove me right by trying to prove me wrong. I um I took a look at what people were were sending your way as uh, proof in the contrary, and I gotta say, fellas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> these are really not funny. These are so unfunny it hurts. Like these are your uh these are your examples of how I'm incorrect. You guys have a long way to go. Yeah, this is this is the creme de la creme that you're showing off here. Uh maybe take it back to the lab. That's what I think. Here, here's one of my all-time favorites. Someone uh says to me incorrect and then they post um like some album art that just looks like the bad guy from Toxic Crusaders. And uh, it's just fucking full to the brim of impact font with this entire story and the story as it follows. And then we can go on with the show. I was at a party with my friend when a girl he had been out making out with called Parkway Drive, quote unquote, metal. He immediately looked at me and started shaking his head. But it was too late. No way am I letting a cringe normie get away with this. My Facebook says I'm a defender of true metal and I'm going to live up to it. I immediately adjusted my gore not core snapback, pulled the aux from the speaker, and announced to everyone at the party that, quote, real metal had arrived. I put my phone in and played some depressive suicidal black metal before explaining the long history of the genre. Sure, I was kicked out of the party, and sure, my friend lost the girl, but the guys in those Facebook groups give me all the validation I need. This is such... This is such like a Facebook boomer thing to to say as well. Like, not you, you, it's not funny. Number one, I think we got to get that out of the way. Uh, well, I, I don't want to speak for you guys. Uh, Jordan, did you, did you find that funny? No. I did hear Jordan <laughs> laughing very hard. I did hear Jordan fucking just rolling. Sometimes with Skype, it's weird, you know. Like you yeah. guys don't get all the signals I get, but Jordan was definitely laughing. Yeah, I had to throw my phone. It was so funny. Yeah. Somebody uh posted the um like the 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 metallica guys shopping at armani yeah and um look i'll, I'll i will relent a little bit it's i the, did it's the shopping imprisoning me one yeah bargains 
imprisoning me. Yeah. All that I see, absolute savings. Like that's yeah. I thought that was funny, but I thought it was funny when I saved it to my computer that had like megabytes of RAM versus gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> that shit is like so. It's the it, dude. It's like 2007 old. It's so fucking old. Um, and a lot of the shit that I've gotten is along the same lines. But yeah. Like it's just they're not funny. There is no funny metal meme. Like I don't think metal dudes are just funny by nature. And maybe that's a maybe that's our problem is that we're just because we're coming at this from a metal perspective. Uh, maybe our podcast just isn't funny. Maybe I mean, nobody's laughing, guys. That, that's something that I, uh, you know, when I can't sleep at night, that's that's what I worry about genuinely is that this show just isn't funny because metal isn't funny. Um, but we'll try our best here. We'll try to get a, a light chuckle out of uh, out of our listeners somewhere within the next hour and a half, I guess. If you snort like a, a little breath of air out of your right nostril because of something I said today, then I consider that a grand success on your drive into work. Uh, what do you think, Jordan? Uh, are, are we going to have some some laughs, some chuckles here? We'll see. We'll see. No promises. Uh, I went out to a, um, I didn't, I didn't pay, let me preface this. I didn't pay for any of this. This was not my choice, but, uh, I got a free ticket. Uh, my wife and I got free tickets to join some of her friends to see a fucking, uh, Imagine Dragons. It was a eighties, uh, eighties, uh, cover band at the fucking house of blues last night. Um, I, and you went. And I went, yeah. I went and I got insanely drunk because I was, number one, very uncomfortable with being there. Uh, and, and that sounds like a nightmare made flesh. Can yeah, I just say that? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you're, not wrong, you're not wrong at all. Um, these, these tickets weren't compulsory. You didn't have to go. Sounds horrible. <sighs> Look, man, like it's my wife's friends. I, I love my wife. I love she your loves wife, her friends. wife's friends. Yeah, yeah so it's, Sorry. it's whatever. But like, okay, so that's one thing. But here's where it takes a diverging path from what was already kind of a horrifying start, right? Yeah. Um, the show ends, uh, by the way, like you have never seen so many people in their forties and their fifties, like insanely drunk and like horny and like losing it in public. I have seen blue oyster cult live. So <laughs> it's close. I'm sure it's not one to one, but it's up there. I went to a Ted Nugent show. So watch your tongue, sir. So here's where it goes to a deep, dark path. The show ends and uh, we're told that we need to go to the after bar. <laughs> now, oh. that's, that's not something that I really wanted to do, but uh, we did it. Uh, and uh, I um, <clears throat> had uh, drinks foisted upon me by uh, various uh, men and women that are approaching their golden years and uh, desperately wanted to uh, take uh, me and my wife home. And it was just not not a good time, man. Feeling, oh, no. feeling like a, a real uh, drunk piece of meat right now. <laughs> you should have you should have played it up like, oh, what are we going to do at your house? Uh, did, do you have any snacks? Like, just be real ignorant about it and make them, like, spell out exactly what they want to do. And then just be like, ew, that sounds gross. No, thank you. There, just like deep red wine breath swingers just breathing in your face. Yeah, man. And it's like a, it's, it's a certain kind of, like, just distasteful... Uh, upper class Dallas person that it's just like I, I find everything about you uh, just completely noxious. <laughs> Come over and look at our sex room. We got a swing ready for you. So um, if you're a younger person uh, and you just really want to get some old dick or whatever, go to like an eighties eighties night. 
feel like not, nothing quite like just old dick. Um, um, can't have a lemon party without old dick. Nope. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now, spiraling the drain. Um, but I feel like maybe I can make myself feel better if we uh, talk about some of the dumb shit that I saw on Metal this week. Just have some chuckles uh, about the Metal news, man. Let's let's get into the Metal news. Uh, who do wants we, to start? Well, I, if it's okay with you, I think that we need to start, you know, per your, per your promise, like, we're going to have a light chuckle on this show. I think we need to start with the funniest event that happened this week. We'll see about that. I don't trust anyone to know what's funny anymore. Well, Jordan, do you want to take a crack at this? What do you think was the funniest event this week? Personally, I think the funniest event was vectoring getting vectored once again. That is my pick as well. <laughs> what's uh, a boatload what, of fun? What? <laughs> there you go. That's a sensible chuckle. Uh, what happened here, Jordan? What happened with vector and that they got vectored? Well, uh, if you follow politics, you've heard people refer to a short amount of time as a Scaramucci, which is a reference to one of Donald Trump's press secretaries who lasted all of eight days after being particularly vile and crazy, even for him and for his administration. I think it's because he was Italian. It was an anti-Italian discrimination that got him going. And uh, so vectoring, as a form of scaramooching, is lasting one day after getting announced for, at this point, anything. You can go back to one of our shows a few months ago where we talked and laughed heartily about vectoring getting signed to Century Media. And the outrage and public outcry was so much that a day later, Century Media had to just post the standard black background with the white font to... You know, we have parted ways with Vector. One day. So that that's a vectoring. And they have once again vectored themselves after being announced for the 70,000 tons of metal cruise. I think the actual timing on this was closer to about 12 hours. <laughs> Half Look, a vector. Speaking of old dick, if you want to spend like four grand and get on this cruise, I mean, it's going to be there in ample supply and hot tubs of many. Dude, the, I don't know... Who wants to get on the fucking metal cruise? I'm sure there are a lot of people. I I can't I can't imagine wanting to do it. But uh, I saw that like a uh, keep of Kalesen. How do you pronounce that shit? How do you uh, coalescence? I don't know. What keep are you keep about? of Kalesen or whatever. They they're going to premiere their new album on the fucking metal cruise. <laughs> like that's it's it's getting to be a big deal for these guys or a certain stra- strain of them anyway. But. Uh, yeah, Vector is not allowed to to sit in for that uh, that premiere performance. Unfortunately, no. premiere party's not there for Vector. I I'm amazed that Vector still thinks they can be a band. I'm st- I'm amazed. Well, I'm amazed. I I hope that you know after six or seven more of these things where David DeSanta gets uh, gets you know uh, a rake that just smacks him right in the face uh, over and over again that he's like maybe I gotta I gotta get a real job or something. Yeah, it's like you were saying. It's uh, anti-Italian discrimination all around. <laughs> not not okay. that I not that I want them to do this because they don't deserve anything. But you could just use a different band name, and you wouldn't run into this problem nearly as much because people wouldn't know it's these people. Yeah, you could go by Sector <laughs> or Smoke or Cyrax. Noob Cybots. Vectos. <laughs> we are Ermac. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, this needs to keep happening. I think that what we should do is uh, we go in together, we, we pool some cash, we start our own record label so we can sign Vector and then drop them the next day. You think that's funny, Joe? A man pushed to the edge, nothing to lose. You just want to ruin his life, not give him a chance to make amends. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> that that oh, is yeah, pretty that funny. Is, that's pretty funny. <laughs> In terms of what's funny, I think it, I think nothing's more funny than a just genuinely creative ruined life. <laughs> You'll never be anything you want to be ever again. You're just going to have to continue bagging groceries, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is kind of, you know, who would have who would have expected it, though? Like with our, our cast of characters that we've regularly revisited over the years, you know, folks get away with fucking awful, awful shit. But uh, David, you don't you don't get away with it. And that does make it truly funny to me. Just the arbitrary nature of all of this. And we see time and time again, so many people get away with it. Yes. And it's nice to see one that doesn't. I'm sorry, Jordan, I cut you off. What were you saying? I just think it has more to do with like the nature of their music uh, more than anything. Because if I know it's not apples to apples, but you can look at As I Lay Dying and how they've pretty much gotten past any sort of people trying to have an outcry or say they shouldn't get booked. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the music they play and just general uh, audience popularity. They have... Yeah, a, wide, a wider audience that uh, aren't necessarily in tune to music news and also uh, been around longer and, you know, like I said, have a wider fan base, whereas Vector is just like metal dorks. And it's a smaller pool of people and uh, with a more outspoken and socially conscious and aware audience who can speak up and just rail on some social media pages after someone foolishly tries to do something with this band. You're definitely at the stage of your career where you really like can't shit where you eat kind of a thing. Like yep. you just if you're trying to make a name for yourself, you know, people got to like you at the stage Vector was at personally, not just music wise. Was did they have a really cool album? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I I, I liked it. It was good. But I think there are a lot of really good things that I can listen to that don't involve like smacking your wife around when you get a little upset about a dog shitting somewhere. Seems fair to me. I think that's a so, reasonable right. response. You can um, just maybe be a human being in that regard. But I, I think I think it's a good thing uh, that folks uh, swarm uh, the social media channels of you know whichever vehicle tries to do something with Vector and say, "You mean the guy that fucking beat his wife?" Uh, I think that's a good and funny thing because it keeps resulting in this happening. So let's keep that uh, pressure up. Uh, let's uh, you know, let's continue to to denigrate this guy's band and his life. I think it'll be a good thing for all of us. Uh, unironically speaking, uh, I just like the counterpoint paragraphs where you know she was mean or something. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I I I've seen he's given up on those. Um, they're just going to keep throwing at the wall to see what sticks. I think they're doing the as I lay dying strategy, thinking that's going to work for them, where they just kind of hope people forget about it. And maybe, you know, yeah, they're dropped from this, but eh, they're going to wait four or five or six more months. And then they're going to try and go on the next thing and hope that everybody forgot. But literally every time Vector puts their name on anything, we're just all collectively as a as a population just going to go wait a second <laughs> yeah aren't you the guys you know i got more stamina than you that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um people don't forget 
So speaking of uh, being canceled unnecessarily, <laughs> um, did you uh, did you see that all uh, all Takis the uh, the spicy chips uh, are not going to be making it to Australia? Would you consider a Taki a chip? I think it's a chip. I mean, what what, it, what would it be otherwise? It's like a corn cone. I mean, like that's saying like a, a bugle is not a chip. That's that would make it something entirely separate. It You're just good. makes your mouth water. Give it's me some a, of those corn cones. <laughs> a bugle, a bugle is certainly a bugle, not a chip. <laughs> you hand me a bugle and you say, "Here, eat one of these chips." I'm gonna argue with you. Um, I, I if it's not, it can't be just a bugle though. It can't be like its own property. It has to be. It has to fit into some other category of food stuff. Well, it's like when you you're buying ice cream and you look, and some of them are like artificial ice milk flavored dairy product they have like real specific names because they don't actually qualify to be ice cream maybe this is one of those situations with taki where it doesn't qualify to be a chip i don't think it qualifies as being a food to be honest with you i think it has a negative nutrients in it but it's just it's a it's a government plot to ruin the insides of young children everywhere who like spicy food i I think that's correct yes i feel like we're getting off topic somehow um, so you're bringing up uh, you're bringing up talk e e e e right yes. or take take they're called take they're called take yeah that sounds right yeah so so what happened I mean uh, so it's it's very actually very similar to uh, to what happened with old uh, old Vector Man great uh, great band very cool guy <laughs> uh, these uh, these guys they plan on doing a short tour of Australia. Uh, with Achilles, Achilles, I think there's one of those uh, guys associated with Nightbringer or whatever those fucking dorks. Uh, anyway, we're all friends. <laughs> they they all are. Uh, anyway, uh, a bunch of people were like, um, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about these guys." You see this photo of uh, this here feller, uh, this here vocalist with a big swastika painted across his chest. I don't think that we should. Uh, I don't think we should have him performing at our our uh, our bars. And venues, and uh, you know that was all it took. Uh, the entire Southern Funeral Tour has been canceled in Australia. Uh, let's let's get a roundtable. Is is this cancellation warranted? Uh, has the woke mob gone too far? Jordan, what do you think? The woke mob can never go too far in this situation. Uh, I mean, beyond scrawling a swastika on his chest. The band has had made multiple anti-Islamic statements and have like their own merchandise has had like anti-Islamic black metal angry face text on it. Yeah. And, um, you know, while I think it's good that people should remind other people about him drawing a swastika on his chest, they should also share around that picture of this guy whose pants ripped and his little wee wee stuck out. So yeah. uh, keep, keep showing that too. Yeah. Um, just the, every time they do anything, reply with that. I, I agree. Um, so there's a, there's this piece in here uh, includes an interview that host host the guy who's wiener what we saw uh, says I, here. I think you need to pronou- you need to pronounce it like one of the members of the Sopranos, a whoist, a whoist. Um, he says uh, presenting us as neo Nazi. Openly racist, wearing swastikas, in plural, like it's a habit of mine, etc., are just plain lies. And Islamophobic, a phobia is an irrational mental illness. 
So quite the contrary. Religion is an irrational mental illness. I'm just like, God, God damn. That's the most fedora-pilled shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, dog. <laughs> I, I laughed. I chuckled. I thought that was so funny. He got them. Man. Got their asses. Um, I think this is good. Uh, I think it, it's very funny that the, the band got a shit ton of their tour dates in the U.S. canceled. Uh, when they last tried to tour through here, uh, I think it's great that they're not going to go hold the, co- the koala that they give every touring band in Australia. Uh, and I think that this should continue to happen, uh, mostly because it's very funny to me personally. I just I think if you have a problem with organized religion, um, like let's say you're atheist or, or otherwise, I don't think the answer is to um, like take the battle online every single day in the comment section. It's just do what everyone does and just kind of quietly stop going to church. You know, <laughs> uh, you know. Well, we still believe in this stuff, but uh, my kids are kind of cranky at church, and it's Sunday morning, and I I want to watch Netflix. That's how you. That's how you end it. That's it. It's a, it's a slow, quiet. Uh, war, you know, that's that we're winning. Yeah, I mean, well, I would With say apathy. We're kind of like the the vast majority of people do not give a shit about any of this stuff. Uh, unfortunately, like there's a small uh, what is it like syndicate of deeply religious weirdos that try to make things uh, awful for everybody. Right, and I think you living in Texas, you might have a different perspective than I do, but. Uh, in terms of just the general populace, but like but, we, we got to be clear here, those people are all Catholics. My enemies are Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and being, dude, the thing is, like people who lived my exact life, you know, going to Sunday school and getting the wafer, they're all going to say, "No, listen, I was raised Roman Catholic," and I just go, "Oh, so you don't fucking believe in anything?" Then that's what that means. Like, believe if you're in deep raised shame. a certain way. Yeah, well, what happened? Because <laughs> you were supposed to do that every day. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You're supposed to keep on that. That was important, you know. It's not like Catholicism is just like not like, you know, uh, elementary school. You don't just graduate one day when you get uh, your, your first cracker. You were supposed to keep up on that shit. So. I, I, I would love um, to get a, a diploma from Catholicism. Says I'm done. I earned it. <laughs> I think that's how Catholicism works. Uh, there's confirmation. That's mm-hmm. kind of the diploma of Catholicism, right? Kind um, of. No, I mean, yeah. like, it's it stamps your soul. It says no takesies, backsies. Right. But if every day you're being told that, you know, uh, one of those out of the ten means you're supposed to go every Sunday and observe the Sabbath, man, that was supposed to keep happening. Hmm. So if you say you were raised a certain way, uh, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to me. You're just a guy who's watching TV on, and you're and, and looking at videos on your phone like the rest of us. Uh, but I, I think it's silly to still be a grown man going on the internet like this um, Takis guy and uh, and still try to fight that fight and just push it. And just be like, no, don't be this way anymore. I, th- I think that there is room to be, um, I guess, anti-organized religion or whatever in a way that isn't so goddamn uh, Reddit-fied. And uh, in what makes like this especially so distasteful is that you know this Norwegian piece of shit uh, sure does have it out for one specific religion, <laughs> particularly you know, and that always get, that always kind of sets off an alarm with me. It's, it's uh, the Sam Harris uh, uh, take, which is uh, really going after uh, the brown guy specifically and kind of ignoring everything else. And it all fell in line with. You know, the European Union um, 
taking in a certain amount of refugees and then all this stuff started kind of coming out at once so that what i think the i don't know i don't know what it is specifically i i think that maybe uh i think maybe he's just a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> probably do we have anything else to add to this is there anything else going on with the story or uh jordan what do you think my only regret is that they didn't fly all the way to Australia and then cancel the shows. I think that would be yeah, yeah. That's that's a shame. Uh, next time we can get it right there at the deadline after they after they went ahead and blew a huge chunk of change. Yeah, um, do better, Australia. Because <laughs> we in America, we figure that shit out all the time. So uh, there is a story that we talked about last week, and I think the moment that I pressed publish on it, uh, we got an update on it, and that uh, pisses me off so bad. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, we did exhaustive reporting about the big six. Uh, exhaustive. Is, yeah, this is going to take the world by storm, you guys. Uh, six guys going... Uh, but I assume they harmonize it, right? Yeah. They all do it at the same time. This the pig squeal at the same time. Six be, of them. It'd be kind of cool if it was like a barbershop quartet kind of thing, but it was all like, hello. I don't think that's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my favorite part about um, like death metal singing lessons online is you have the guy over by the piano going. <laughs> um. So anyway, the the biggest uh, the biggest star of the uh, the big six that would be uh, Chris Fronzak from Attila. Uh, he has announced that he is no longer going to be a part of the big six. Which is, uh, I'm taking this personally. This is a big blow to me specifically. It's the big five now. Yeah. Uh, well, got to change it. They're, they're adding another guy. Uh, Doesn't count. I don't care. They're from fucking. Uh, let's see. Darius Tehrani. Do you know Darius Tehrani from Spite? You ever heard Spite? No. I made fun of them many years ago for a video breakdown, so that's, that's about the size of it. That's good enough. That's about all of the experience we have with Deathcore generally in this podcast. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, what, what I'm no longer as excited about this now uh, because uh, there's no fronds, no fronds associated. He says here, I had an amazing time with the big six. This project has blown up way bigger than any of us could have ever anticipated. <laughs> Doing what? I have no idea. Uh, however, between Attila, my personal endeavors, and my family life, I don't really have the time or effort to focus on this project anymore, and I don't want to hold the guys back. So I'm announcing that I'll be stepping down from the big six, and I just want to say that I genuinely appreciate all the support from everyone out there. It means the world to me, and I love you guys. So support the boys and the big six, and look forward to another great year with me and Attila. I will. It's been a week. What is he talking about? Like, leave the memories alone. <laughs> this, like, montage of all this great times we've had with our best friends. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. <laughs> you, like, recorded one song with these guys that's not even out yet, and it's just like, I just I just don't have the time for it. I, I need more me time. So, ooh. <laughs> Were you busy for those three hours that you did this? Yeah, just like freeze frame on the fronds, throwing his fist in the air uh, in like a middle of a football field. <laughs> As we go on, we remember. Oh, you forget about me. <laughs> um. 
So I don't. I, we still don't have any recorded content from these guys. I hope. I hope it's just the worst fucking thing you've ever heard in your life. I hope. I genuinely hope. Big Six merch coming out before albums. I guarantee it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I hope uh, that when I press publish on this that I don't hear new, more news like uh, all, all six members of the band have stepped away. <laughs> you will. This is falling apart quickly. So... This is, and that's the thing. This isn't even a fucking thing. This is <laughs> nothing happened. This is six guys who were bored and wanted to take some selfies together. I got an idea. That's all that happened here. Idea is a stretch. <laughs> okay, it's the elements of an idea, but it's not quite a full full idea. It's like, um, how many times have you uh, been with another musician at like a party or something, and? You're just like having one too many, and it's like, man, we should, you know what? We should do it. We should start a band together. We and should then you totally never... start a band together. We should dude. totally start a band totally, together. Totally, dude. I'm gonna dude. fucking, I'm gonna hold you to it, dude. We're gonna fucking do Fuck. it this time. No, seriously, call you next weekend, Joe. We're gonna start a band together. Yeah, dude. We've I'm done definitely gonna call you. Crotch Monster, man. For crotch sure, Monster dude. 20, 2023 instead of twenty seventeen, Crotch Monster. It's gonna happen this time. This dude, year, we're will definitely gonna do it for sure. All right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> and of um, course, you never, never, ever speak with that guy ever again in your life. That's what happened here. That's what the big six was. It was that conversation just yeah. happened publicly. Um, so uh, it'll be we'll be looking uh, looking out for new music from uh, the big six any day now, surely. Um, fellas, and then like some girl walks up in the conversation. Oh, you can play bass. <laughs> she's just like, "What are we talking about?" I've never picked up a bass in my life. <clears throat> yeah. Um, fellas, I need three minutes. I'll be right back. You guys cover. Am I going to talk about this? Look, here's something that fell on my lap while uh, while I was just going through um, any given content aggregation site that we have. Uh, are you aware of the Star Wars themed band Galactic Empire? I am because we keep getting promo emails from their people. Yeah. Um. My favorite part about them really is they have uh, like very elaborate getups of what they're supposed to be. But then when you get to the mask helmet part, it's like clearly some very purposeful Chinese knockoff of what it is, but not quite is. So it's like you you got the um, Crimson Guard mask, not quite right. The Boba Fett mask, not quite right. Um, Darth Vader certainly not right at all. It's like very, very severe. All the lines and everything put together, and then, um, and then you got a stormtrooper, very obviously wrong. I thought the uh, the inclusion of Kylo Ren was very interesting. Like, I feel like if you're Star Wars nerds, you should look on the new trilogy with contempt. I um, thought they did. You should. Everyone does. I did you? Uh, do you care for Star Wars at all? No. I've seen a bunch of them, but yeah. it's just it's now it's like three and a half hours of pew pew noises. Right. And I mean, did you see the new movies? Did did anyone drag you to those? Yes. Some of them. <laughs> I think I put I think I put my foot down on the Han Solo uh, solo movies. I, I can't. I just I can't sit through this again. Oh, I didn't. Trust me. I did not touch that movie with like a I, I was nowhere near that movie. They didn't even. They didn't even like break even with box office numbers on that fucking movie. Nobody cared. 
Um, because it's all Jedi, baby. We want we want the laser sword fights. We don't we don't care about you know a guy who's not Han Solo playing a young Han Solo. No one cares. Um, I but but so this band, uh, they uh, they're releasing music. They're in our promos. They're in everybody's promos. Uh, Metal Sucks published them, so we don't have to. Um, but I just I I'm not gonna play their music. We're not gonna play their music. Um, the the it's it's a a metal cover of the Bad Batch theme, which is a show you can watch on Disney Plus. Are you interested in that? Yeah. No. Then why am I talking about it? I, Who cares? It's. I know there's like a small audience for this. I'm surprised that like Disney hasn't cracked down on them for using like their images. Well, I probably that's what I'm saying about the masks. Is that like maybe the masks they, they they were just like, you know what, guys? If we actually wear the correct ones, we'll get sued. Let's um let's try to let's try to find those uh those like Chinese costume in a bag type kind of get-ups, right? Dark Vader man costume. Yeah, exactly. Um I'm surprised, you know what? Disney has enough money and has enough connections, especially cuz like they have House of Blues on their property and things of that nature. Disney could just make their own Star Wars band if they wanted to and have them tour around the world with all the bells and whistles and lights and lasers. And here's the cantina band opening up for them. And that's uh, an unexplored venue that they could certainly do and raise a lot of money off of like Disney on ice. It's the same thing. It's the Disney experience is coming to your local veterans auditorium one night only. And you can fill the place out because people will bring their kids to it. What's wild is that my wife, Samantha, and I actually watched like a two hour documentary um, made by this uh, YouTube guy who calls himself Kevin Perger. And he has a, uh, a, a channel called the Funked Land. And basically the, the, the major premise of his channel is he goes over the history and the problems with rides or attractions at theme parks that aren't a thing anymore. Like he'll talk about the Jaws ride and, you know, how it was always breaking down and, you know, how popular it was and just why they ended up shuttering the doors on it, things like that. And he did this like really long form documentary that he kickstarted where he was talking specifically about a band that was started by Disney that I think belonged in the Star Wars universe or just was some kind of sort of sci fi space themed band. And uh, they were really trying to push them as a, like a genuine band with original material and albums. And um, they were they were kind of trying to go in on the kiss thing. And it just kind of, you know, eh, went off like a fart and no one really cared after a while. The Cantina band? I don't think it was the Cantina band. Hmm. Um, if I give me give me two seconds to Google it. Anything <laughs> is worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, like it's. People don't want original stuff. They want to hear the songs they heard from the movie, and they want to see the characters they've seen from the movie. So why bother going through the trouble of original stuff when you could just play the the opening credits scroll music for your intro track and then the big, here's Star Wars. And I mean, you could show the movies behind you on a screen, and it's the Star Wars experience presented by Disney, and that seems like a pretty easy cash cow to me. The name of the band is Halix, H-A-L-Y-X, and they have like a big Chewbacca-looking guy on the bass. 
and um, just people wearing like leotards. And that's really it. When, got, when, like, when was this? Uh, when was this released? This band. Seventies, eighties. Okay. Long time ago. Um, so, George is absolutely right. If, if if Disney wanted to make like a cool Star Wars rock band, they would just do it. Uh, us regular Joes, we don't have to put that shit together for them for free advertising. You know, and D- Disney has like a farm system of pop stars that do shows <laughs> for them and then come out and put out music and make make Disney millions of dollars. There you go. There, this is the pipeline for that sort of thing. Yeah, not you boys, um, but uh, good luck, anyways. Um, I wanted moving to, on. Jo- I so wanted go to, ahead. I wanted. To, I wanted to follow up on an episode that we did uh, maybe about a month ago. Uh, we covered the most popular metal tracks of 2022. Uh, doing that, we, we went through YouTube, uh, looked at songs that were released in 2022, and put together uh, the top 20. I think we did the top 20. Is that right, Jordan? Yeah, we did the top 20, and a lot of it was Sabaton, Motionless and White, Bad Omen, and all these sorts of bands, all these Very Papa Roach bands. Yeah. Good music. Um, that one's always worth a listen to. I think overall probably the most dire year for mainstream rock and heavy metal um in my memory <laughs> it's only getting worse yeah it's it's i'm sure this one will be way better um I, I wanted to follow up on that because it looks like sirius xm liquid metal released their uh most played uh tracks of the year uh they, they put up a top 12 here and Which, can i just interject how is that impressive like that's their own playlist that they put up and they played <laughs> on the radio station. That's up to them. Um, I guess maybe they're. Do people call in and request songs on Sirius XM? Like I feel uh, like maybe, you could maybe maybe. I feel <laughs> like if you if you're gonna go through that effort, you could just bring up whatever song it is on your fucking phone. <laughs> like uh, I, I don't know that we need to do requests on the uh, on the radio stations anymore, but. Uh, maybe I'm I'm missing the point here. I love uh, when um they would do like uh the trivia or they would talk to a guy who called in for a request one because I had SiriusXM as like a trial in one of my newer cars for like three months, and um like ninety eight percent of every guy that called in was just a truck driver just like calling in from the road. Correct. It was all truck drivers. Yeah. He's like, well, my big Bigsby and I'm driving my big rig out here in Wichita. Jose, love the show. Love okay. the, love Puya. <laughs> love me some King. Um, uh, are you guys going to play some Machine Head today? <laughs> we are contractually obligated to. Yes. Where's uh, the Machine Head? I I, I also had uh, Sirius for a long time, uh, but like uh, my ex uh, paid for it, and then when we broke up, she called and canceled it immediately afterwards. <laughs> So uh, and I've never I've never looked back on it. I guess I, I guess I didn't like it that much. Um, I'm so sorry, Joe. It's it's okay. Uh, but I, <laughs> I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to compare and contrast what SiriusXM uh, Liquid Metal put out there with what we put together from the publicly available numbers on YouTube. Um, so among these top twelve here, there's there's a, a bunch of these that I've just straight never heard of. Um, Number 12 was Malevolence on Broken Glass. Have you guys heard that one? No. By who? Uh, Malevolence. 
Oh. I thought it was Malevolence by Broken Glass. Like, I thought that was the song title. It's uh, On Broken Glass by Malevolence. Okay, well, then I, no, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got 1984 by Slaughter to Prevail, which I'm sure is a very thought-provoking piece. Didn't um, Cavalier did, Talk have a song called 1984? Yeah, but it was more focused on like how badass uh, Van Halen was in 1984 rather than whatever is going on here, which I'm sure is very stupid. <laughs> I was hoping it was a Bowling for Soup cover. <laughs> so there's like a bunch of songs called 1984. Well, the Bowling for Soup was 85, to be fair. This is 1985. <laughs> um, we have Stacy, Madonna. We were just talking about the big six. How is uh, whatever this guy is, Alex Slaughter or whatever, how is he not involved with this? Because it's the same thing. I, I'm sure that when the next person drops, he'll, he'll be on the, uh, the, the call list. Uh, we've got number 10, Superstition by Soulfly. Uh, very good. Way before Nirvana. Uh, way, um, very good uh, uh, Stevie Wonder uh, cover. Yeah. Uh, number 9, uh, Ligature Marks by Meshuggah. 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 <laughs> by uh, Meshuggah. Number 8, uh, Dana Dan by Bloody Wood, which i got to say, I'm not familiar with this, and I'm going to check it out based on the name Danadan. That's very delightful to me. I want to check it out based on the name Bloody Wood. They're an Indian metal band. So okay. Bollywood, Bloody Wood. Uh, mm. Boosted by, like, YouTube. Interesting. I think was where they, like, broke into. Just, uh, you know, it, it's metal, and it's from India, so I think that um, interests a lot of people for not on, an initial contact not on transcending obscurity don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have uh, Rise from the Grave by Undeath we know those guys we like those guys those guys are cool uh, we've got uh, Put Your Back Into the Ore by Amon Amarth at number 6 uh, yeah, uh, we got to choke on the ashes of your hate by Machine Head, which I'm sure is fucking oh, delightful. Fuck yeah, brother! Uh, I, I'm I'm struggling to think of a songwriter who's gotten worse in his old age than Rob Flynn. Uh, Dude, people will talk shit all day about something like Devil Daddy, and then just go turn around and listen to. <laughs> time. Tell them, tell them what is up. <laughs> Uh, we've got a band called Unto No Rights. We've got a band called Unto Others with When Will God's Work Be Done. N- That's Idle Hands. What? That's the band Idle Hands. They changed their name to Unto Others. That's did, right. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yep. How did, did nobody told me this? Sorry. Why didn't anybody it's tell like me a, this? A couple years ago. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. The guy yeah, they, with the, they, 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 yeah. They signed to like Roadrunner or whatever's left of it, I think, and uh, I guess had to change their names because go figure, Idle Hands is taken probably by a lot of other people. Did they put out? And an every album time I, I, did they put out yes, an album last did. year? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, I think partially what they did is if you go into places like Spotify and look up their old album, it now says Unto Others instead of Idle Hands. Um, but what I, whenever I think of them having to change their name. When Breno and I saw them open for King Diamond, we talked about how they had a massive, huge, full-stage backdrop with their name on it, Idle Hands, to like cover up King Diamond's set. <laughs> what do you think they do with that now, since that's not their name anymore? I think you could try to sell it to a new upcoming band called Idle Hands. 
Um, yeah, just like chip it to the guys that uh, made you have to change your name. Dude, that's that sucks so hard because I really liked Idle Hands. I had no idea that they were still around or putting out new music or that they had changed their name. That seems like somebody fucked up pretty bad. I feel like I'm in the know pretty well. <laughs> that's lame. I think if you have an opportunity to have two bands with the same name, you keep that opportunity alive for the discourse on the internet over who is better. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is this is the real Slayer from Texas. They're the good ones, yeah. not the shit that you guys <laughs> are listening to. Um, okay, number number three, Nevermore by Lamb of God. Uh, number two, We'll Be Back, A Dinosaur Story by Megadeth. And uh, number one here, the number one. This is the reason why I brought this whole fucking thing up. Number one on the Sirius XM Liquid Liquid Metal Top Tracks of 2022, Sun Eater by Lorna Shore. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because that tracks with number 20 on the most popular uh, hard rock or heavy metal tracks on YouTube in 2022. I want to. Compare and contrast vis-a-vis relative popularity of music on Sirius XM satellite radio versus YouTube. And that, I think that checks out. With, uh, with YouTube, uh, this Lorna Shore track had about two and a half million listens. Uh, I got to wonder how many of those came from Sirius XM. I'm going to guess somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000. What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about how many how many subscribers does Sirius have, and then how many listeners does Liquid Metal have? Uh, I'm glad you asked because they refuse to release those numbers. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting, and yet they keep throwing millions and millions of dollars at like Howard Stern to keep him signed. It it is that is one of the most uh, baffling things to me is that they give Howard Stern so much fucking money to just barely do a show. I mean, it's tw- it's 2023. How many people can still be listening to him? Um, I don't know. Uh, you got to you ask Murder Brian about that. He he follows this very closely. <laughs> it's kind of like how you had friends on uh, Netflix. And it was like the only reason that everybody was watching Netflix was just to keep doing rewatches of friends. That's like people listening to the Whack Pack episodes from the 90s. You know, it's just they they, they just have to keep that going because Howard Stern's not on FM anymore and there were people insane about loving him so. oh dude you gotta listen to this stuttering John bit it's like no I fucking don't <laughs> I mean I think the Zika Mike bit was pretty funny. <laughs> but like just having two mentally challenged men argue with each other on the phone it's like you know that stuff used to be very funny in 1998 but um, uh, yeah, not so much now Yeah, let's, not let's, okay now we could go back and listen to a classic Patrice O'Neill bit on the Opie and Anthony show <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to have we. Nobody needs Howard Stern, but I I think if you run the numbers, it's very obvious what keeps subscribers on Sirius XM, and it it might be a radio personality besides Jose Mangan. I'm sorry. Um, if it's useful here as well, if you can compare yeah. and contrast our show that we did uh, weeks ago, uh, Octane, uh, the hard the hard rockin' uh, Sirius XM channel. It's like the VH1 to Sirius XM's MTV. Correct. They they put out yeah. their uh, their most popular thirty seven tracks. Uh, thirty seven. Uh, I, I know, right? What a weird number in a row. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, and their number one actually actually tracks with ours. Uh, be falling in reverse voices in my head. Voices in my head. Um, I, I did learn after we put out that show that falling in reverse, uh, I think it was the cancel culture song, is used by uh, that dude's girlfriend uh, as her um, walkout song in the WWE. Soraya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Formerly Paige for AEW. Um, so, Hold uh, on, back up. What? Uh, yeah, they're, you, they're you, fucking each other. You were, you, I, I forgot. Know. Sorry to have to break this to you. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I forgot, I forgot you weren't on that show, uh, Bruno. We covered a lot of very important wrestling lore. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I hope she they, like, has, I hope they she has a history of, uh, poor choices in her partners, and her current one is Ronnie Radke. And now that she is wrestling again somehow a doctor approved her to wrestle despite her like severe neck problems uh including one time where she collapsed in the middle of the ring because she got a late kick to the back Hmm. uh she's now wrestling for aw she's now dating ronnie radke and her walkout music is that song well i mean if you're someone who is just permanently injured from the wwe uh that's like a phone call from the aew guaranteed it's like we don't care if you hurt yourself in our ring come on in so that makes sense. But, hmm. well, that's 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 a, that's a blast from a past I wasn't quite considering. That's funny. So um, what, what, other, what else we got on this 37 dicks list? Uh, well, we actually – we covered a, a few of these as well. We, uh, I know that we mentioned this specifically, uh, Motionless and White with Masterpiece uh, because that brought up another uh, specifically wrestling reference. <laughs> Um, because the singer looks like Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley looks like the singer. They both like she's a- even said it in interviews that like her transformation from when she first started to now, she's looking more and more like this guy. And they they both make me feel funny. Uh, number three, uh, I prevail with bad things specifically because it took me five minutes to remember who I prevail was, and Breno, you tell me every single year who I prevail is. <laughs> they had that song. Um, like something my, my my wife and I will do is we'll we'll just like smoke a little bit and watch uh, like Vivo music video for like oh you know this is this is funny remember that from the nineties haha oh wow haven't thought about this guy in twenty years but um, sometimes we go back to like the metal and rock channel and they constantly play I Prevail specifically the music video for Body Bag hmm. which is the worst piece of music ever composed the worst song ever made body bag by i prevail it's everything's wrong with it uh i'm gonna have every to, note played is incorrect <laughs> i'm gonna have to check it out based on that recommendation yes um, um so not happy that i prevails on any list ever but it is what it is they're always there they're always going to be there uh number mm. four another one that i think was on our list if not this song another one by the same band uh bad omens just pretend um number five not on our list memphis mayfire make believe you know Memphis Mayfire? Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I I was so aware that Octane was, like, the Eddie Trunk channel. What's all this shit? Well, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Number six, Shinedown. Planet Zero. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Ah, <laughs> there, we go. there uh, we go. Their number seven, our number two, um, is falling in reverse with a zombified. They are, Zombie in fact, boy. canceling, canceling you... You can't cancel me. Uh, number eight, something called Jelly Roll with Dead Man Walking. I just know this is racist. 
Uh, number nine, Ice Nine kills the shower scene. Uh, number ten, nothing more. Tired of winning. So there you go. Uh, elsewhere on the list, you've got things like Papa Roach, Disturbed, Hailstorm, Three Days Grace, Five Finger Death Punch, Pop Evil, Godsmack, Asking Alexandria, uh, more Shine Down, <laughs> uh, Breaking Benjamin, coming out of retirement specifically for this list. Uh, and Nickelback with San Quentin. Uh, I don't think we talked about San Quentin on this show, but boy, that uh, that hook has been stuck in my head. <laughs> how, how is this guy's last name spelled that you're pronouncing it this way? <laughs> wait, 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 wait uh, have you heard that 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 Nickelback song about uh, San Quentin, the jail? Oh, just Quentin. Like yeah. His last name's Quentin. Well, San Quentin, like the, the jail in California, San Quentin Penitentiary. Oh, but damn. the way that Chad Kroger uh, pronounces it in the chorus of his song, San Quentin, is San Quentin. Oh, we're making fun of him. See, when you explain the jokes, it's funnier than a metal meme. So we're gonna <laughs> we're just always going to do that every bit. Brandon's going to be like, what does that mean? And I, Joe's going to break it down. Normally, I like to play a, a, a metal song on this show from a, a small band, but specifically because his enunciation of this word bothers me so much, I'm going to close the show with San Quentin by Nickelback. <laughs> we're not going to do that because Spotify will drop us. Oh, that's a good, good call. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it, 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 it'd be funny, uh, nevertheless. So, all right. Well, if you, uh, if you subscribe to Sirius XM, why number one, uh, and I would guess it's inertia at this point, <laughs> uh, just like people forgetting to cancel their SoundCloud yeah, uh, subscription. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that deep cut there, Jordan. <laughs> Like I would, no, I, I, used to, I see the e- I see the emails every month saying thanks for your payment. Between that and Showtime, I'm really in the hole over here. <laughs> um, well, like I I was into CarTube for a while. Like I was I was getting into what car I should buy next because I was so bored during the pandemic. I didn't know what to do for a personality. Um, and like one thing that they always complained about when they were reviewing all sorts of new cars and like the the like the, the media attainment or whatever display to go through stuff. It's just like, oh, this is like really doesn't integrate well with my Sirius XM. It's just like a deal breaker for me. I'm just like the reason it doesn't integrate well is because it's dead technology. You fucking cunt. Like you're such an idiot. Why does anyone buy this stuff? I want someone in the comment section to explain to me why you're a subscriber to SiriusXM, and then I will argue with you until you cancel your subscription. Like, please. If, if, if you don't know how to get a podcast on your phone, that would make sense. Like, uh, you, you want to listen to something that some, yeah. somebody is programming for you. But otherwise, if you know Are how you- to do basic things like use uh, a streaming service or listen to a podcast, there is no fucking way in hell that you need, you need SiriusXM. It's like, what's the subscription like? Twenty, thirty, forty? It's not cheap. It is not it's cheap. Like, uh, it's up there. I, and I did the I did the thing where I called them up and I was like, you know, I I uh, I don't want to cancel. It's just it's too expensive. And uh, you know, sometimes you try to cancel a, a service like that. They're like, what if we uh, gave you a deal? They were like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cable company. It's yeah. Just, there's no fucking reason. And it's like, dude, this is what is this? Just premium FM radio? Yes, that is correct. It's, What's the point of that? I don't know. In 2023. Some people, uh, they they love the radio, I guess. Um, 
I think that a, a big portion of SiriusXM subscribers are people that uh, subscribe, are truckers, long haul truckers specifically, that uh, specifically listen to one of the several porno channels, uh, which is just like porno ladies uh, telling sexy stories or whatever to uh, keep you jerking on the road, I think. Oh, I thought it was just going to be audio from porn 24 7. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that would. Be, I don't think that would be. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is a compelling listen. I could be wrong. No, don't do it. Just your head um, bopping up and down. <laughs> um, I don't want to make any references here. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, now it makes sense. Yeah. Only but I mean, like, but if that's the case, though, you would figure that you would give all your money to the porno ladies, not Howard fucking Stern. But man, they must know something that I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure he feels like he's part of the same franchise somehow. Like, he definitely seems like the kind of guy that goes to, like, I don't know, the Bunny Awards or some bullshit. That's whatever. I mean, he has porn stars on his show all the time still. So I'm working hand in hand, so to speak. Yeah. Wow, I love your breasts. What size are your boobs? That's that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good turn. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to take it to a place. Yeah, you we do you want to go? Uh, do you want to bring out the Sibian? <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. We can move on. Um, do we got time for one more one one more bit of news here? I suppose if we keep it brief, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we love to talk about just old, 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 fucking old guys. Yes. All the time on the show, mm-hmm. uh, being cranky and and, and 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 living well past their prime in terms of the metal scene and metal music. Do you guys know who Carrie King is? Yes, you do. You have to. He's the guy who sells snakes, right? He's the guy that played the solo on the one Beastie Boys song. Carrie, and some 41. That's true. Uh, Carrie some 40. Burger King, as he is known. Not only was he, it, it, was on the, uh, it was on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yes, I think. He was. That's, that's really what his major contributions to the, the, the scene have been. But Yeah, the, um, the video famously had some 41 playing on the ceiling while Kerry King angrily walked through the crowd, looked up, shook his head, and then bad early 2000s CGI like flipped him over as he played his usual <laughs> weedly weedly solo. Oh, God. It's, it's a great video. Look it up. Spider-Man's in it, I think. I do think Spider-Man's in it. Anyway, uh, it's been three years. Slayer broke up three years ago. Broke up. Hung it up. It's over. Slayer is done. Um, Gary Holt is uh, back with Exodus. Uh, <laughs> that man is still still has a career. Um, but for Kerry King, I mean, what's going on? You know, doesn't really have a lot going on with his life. I, I think he's. It's. I, I think I've heard some things about other projects, but like Slayer is done. He can't get it back. Do you think Kerry um, King has a rich inner life? <laughs> It doesn't I don't want to make any assumptions about anybody and I do it all the time on the show, but you know, if I really like evaluate Carrie King as a happy individual and fulfilled person, I don't know if I would err on the side of positivity. Yeah, I don't think so, I would either. No. So I'll move on to uh, just the statements he's making about uh you know, Slayer breaking up. Uh he was in an exclusive interview with the folks at Metal Hammer, which is just my favorite publication. And uh, was venting some of his frustrations. So when it came to an end for Slayer, he felt anger. He wasn't happy about it. Hmm. Um, so here's some of the statements he made in this interview. Uh, Carrie King says, it was premature. 
The reason I say premature is because my heroes from my childhood are still playing. I can still play. I still want to play. But that livelihood got taken away from me. But anyway, on to the next chapter, I guess. We were on top of the world. And there's nothing wrong with going out on top of the world. It's a good way to go out. So bravo for that. But do I miss playing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, he continues on. I, I just want to. I want to pause there. I don't yeah. know if I would consider on top of the world many years after Jeff Hanneman died. That seems. You don't like, think that was the best time for Slayer? When I, you I don't, have don't think it, drummer or guitarist. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think that was the case. Uh, who was the guy that they had? Like Paul Bostoff, and then. Yeah, he, um, he was the guy that came in at uh, did uh, fucking seasons. Who of the fucking who's the, who's the fucking drummer that everybody likes and shouldn't have left? Uh, Dave Lombardo. Yeah, Dave Lombardo. But he was screwed out of so much money. Correct. Like Harry King basically kept all the money and like he was like, well, kind of fuck this and left. Um, because someone's got to put those, uh, you know, Lady Gaga shades uh, in, in, into the budget. Yeah, for, for Mr. Young Carrie. I Very mean, cool and sleek with a bald head and tattoos. Yeah. Just got to blow it all on more tribal tattoos is all. Um, so, so, when so, he was, when he was asked about um, the band doing their final tour, uh, his remarks were, every one of those shows was a bummer. We were go- I'm sure that's great to hear from fans who paid like $1,000 to be there. Every and one like, of those shows was dude, a bummer. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't go because they were performing at a fucking casino I would have to sit down at. It's like, no, thank you. Um, But he says, every one of those shows was a bummer. We were going to all these places and all these cities where we have all this history. It's a bummer to think I'm not going to see my friends there again. You get to that country and know you were going to see these people and you'd see them yearly. I haven't seen them now in three years. That sucks. And the fans, too. Slayer. Wow. So I thought he was talking about the fans when yeah. he said this. That's a good, I was like, that's a good save. <laughs> yeah, make sure, make sure that when you're talking about your friends all over the world, you don't mean the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure the fans. Oh yeah, and the fans too. Slayer mean means a lot to our fans, and they mean a lot to us. Apparently, I know I will see these people again, but no Slayer leaves a big hole for a lot of people. No, I okay, I'm reading that wrong. No Slayer. If like so, if you have no Slayer, that mm-hmm. leaves a big hole for a lot of people. That's what he meant to say. I see. Do you feel a big hole in your life? A big Slayer-shaped hole? It's a big, big, bald hole mm-hmm. in my heart and in my ass for Slayer. I miss it so much. Jordan, is there? I mean, surely you're feeling the hole, right? I am constantly feeling the hole. Um, <laughs> but like, the thing is, like, he is. He is Carrie King. He is inarticulate. But I don't necessarily disagree with what he is saying. Like if Slayer put out a song this year, it, whatever, middling Slayer, it would be at the top number one for Octane and for Liquid Metal, right? Yeah, probably. This, no, no matter how it sounds, it's just Slayer is an institution. Just like a Megadeth or a Metallica, they have their large legions of fans and just the name, even if you're just getting into metal, you know who these people are. And, I mean, they had their, like, two-year-plus farewell tour. Despite me not wanting to see them ever again or to listen to any new music, there are enough people out there that 
do still like them that still want to see them we talk about like how pantera is coming back in whatever form that they're doing and those shows are well attended and people are loving it and giving it rave reviews same thing will happen to slayer at some point or another and they still had whatever you know steady line of income that is gone because one member just didn't want to do it anymore for whatever reason we've never gotten a full description or reasoning as to why so i could understand being kind of mad about it and not having anything to fall back on i feel like tom Araya has kind of made it clear that he's just you know tired and old and wants to hang out with his family yeah he has a a problem with his neck like yeah he had like massive uh, neck surgery yeah like eight or nine years ago yeah and uh it's just like dude it's way past tom araya's time also gary king looks like he smells who wants to stay with him for another another uh, another tour you know yeah he looks like he smells like a motel <laughs> i mean alternatively there's things you could still do then and uh tom Araya doesn't have to play bass anymore he could just do vocals have someone else play bass play sitting down like you're in tool just play blue rock ridge festival and get a chunk of change every now and again like you don't have to play a casino in West Tennessee. It's okay. Man. Just play a couple of major cities and a couple of festivals and stay home the rest of the time. Well, one thing I can say with confidence is that, I mean, Tom Araya held a bass for so many decades. Was he playing it? <laughs> who I can say? I never saw his left hand move. Yeah, who can really say for sure? Um, I, don't, I don't think what was happening with his right hand really matched up at all with whatever signature they were in. Um, every time I saw them live, I, with that said, I mean, uh, dude, it's just, it's over. You you had so many good years and Tom Mariah was phoning it in for like 20 years as a oh, vocalist. Yeah. Like, like everything was just, it's fucking, there were more albums like that than there were good ones. Uh, agreed. Uh, I, I saw Slayer once it was. So long. It was the longest fucking show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it just made me realize how many Slayer songs I don't like. <laughs> yeah, because if you got a guaranteed two-hour set with Slayer, it's like, dude, I'm not going to sit down and listen to Slayer for two hours yeah. in the comfort of my home. Yeah. Um, I might listen to like, oh shit, Rain and Blood. Oh, turn it up. Dun 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 na 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 na. Yeah fine i get that but dude sitting there for two fucking hours like world painted blood yeah if my hottest take is that you could probably distill the slayer greatest hits into about 20 to 25 minutes maybe (laughs) i had to throw on board they're born to be wild cover yeah there you go I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but there was like this huge CD box set they released in the early 2000s. Yeah, I saw it at uh, the used bookstore behind a glass case the other day. It was like the Armageddon or the soundtrack to Armageddon box set. Yeah, I don't remember if there. I just remember Army Green. Like, was it in a bullet box or something? What was special about it? Something like that. But I remember my one buddy paid like. $150 of 90s money or early 2000s money I guess I could say for this fucking thing and I'm just kind of like why it's really just their whole discography and then like their live albums and and you just sit down and put all together it's just one long fucking tremolo picked riff it's just and then Carrie King's cacophony of insane shit with every solo he does just no idea what he's playing or why you, um, I mean, do you remember the um, 
uh, was it Mitch Hedberg bit about pancakes? No. <laughs> it's like everyone loves pancakes, but I mean, by the second one, you're fucking sick of them. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel about that's how I feel about all of that. Yeah, Slayer is pancakes. Um, flapjacks, if you will. That's a little tougher than a pancake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think we need any more Slayer. I don't think you should replace Tom. I don't think you should do a, a, a Slayer BC, Slayer Incorporated. Well, uh, I mean, what what you're going to get though is that Kerry King says that he's got an album's worth of material uh, with all the other guys that were in Slayer. He says it's going to sound exactly like Slayer. So. Yeah, you're gonna get more of it, just not as, not as good somehow. <laughs> I can't wait to see it at the Palladium in Worcester. Like, yep, yep. On the, on the top floor, not even the big. <clears throat> or I mean, he, he's pretty upfront about it. He's like, "Yes, I'm basically having to, to play smaller venues and make less money, and that's pissing me off." It's like, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> you you can't ride the train forever, I guess. I'm making less money for to put on your fucking pile of dragon coins. What the fuck more money do you need? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Jordan? You going to see the uh, the Carrie King Slayer experience when they come near you? I mean, I wasn't going to see the actual Slayer <laughs> experience when they came near me, so probably not. Yeah. Um, not even for for twenty dollars. Like they're no, because that still involves gas and parking and sitting through other bands. Nah, you're not going to have trouble parking for this one. I think. We can look forward to uh, new music from uh, Carrie King any day now uh, to scratch that itch uh, for those of you that needed more of the exact same. Um, is there anything? He should join el- the big six. He should. I think he absolutely yeah. should. Is there anything else we need to get on this episode before we get the fuck out of here? Absolutely not. We've talked enough. Let's let uh, everybody go. I'd like to en- encourage. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you people the same thing that I told the people on our Patreon show. Which, by the way, if you go to patreon.com slash hell, you can get bonus shows, you can get mixtapes, you can get all kinds of good shit. Uh, if you give us more money, we'll do more bonus shows. So, just putting it out there. Uh, more money equal more show. Less money, probably same amount of show. Uh, I'm not going to stop doing the show, of course. It'll raise the quality of this one. We yeah, guarantee prob- it. Probably. <laughs> you get, um, you know, more equipment, more special guests. Uh, we're going to travel to, you know, different countries and planets to do the show. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. Just give us enough. We'll uh, give out enough. Yeah. It's it's going to it's going to take a lot of money to get a, a good compressor effect on these vocals. So I believe in it. In you yeah. guys you yeah. can do it. Uh, but aside from that, Jordan, you got anything for him? Uh, do we want to talk about briefly the alien ant farm guy yeah. sexually assaulting one of his fans? Let's. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 pretty deep on this episode. Maybe we save that one for the next one. Now that's funny. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can say it happened, didn't it? Well, we'll we'll do an in-depth feature on <laughs> on, <laughs> on alien ant farm sexually assaulting a fan next week. <laughs> Look forward to it, boys. <laughs> Keep it metal. Keep it metal, and we will. I hope we'll see you next week. Jeez, bye. <laughs>
You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.